0: Two bookworms,
1: one podcast—the
0: book club podcast—and today we're talking about Sophie Cousin's book called "This Time Next Year." Yes, because it's like New Year's and it's topical. <laughs> but yeah, it is. we we talk about all kinds of stuff. I'm Cameron, and I'm Lacey. and thank you so much for coming back. This is our first episode of
1: 2021.
0: Yes, that's crazy. It is crazy. It doesn't really feel like anything
1: has changed. No, not at all. It feels Um, like we're still in the same place we were last year. Yeah. (laughs) It really does. Because this time last year, we were finding out that (laughs) there was a virus starting up.
0: Yes. So, yeah, you're exactly right. This time last year was when, you know, we were all kind of getting, like, the first wind of it but you know it wasn't in America yet but we were like oh I don't know if you know not everyone really paid attention some people did I know Steve really paid attention and was kind of watching it so yeah we're entering year two of the pandemic year two it will be in March it'll be like a year since I've been working from home and that just yes. sounds crazy to
1: say it does sound crazy oh
0: wow um so did your son go back to school today
1: no, he goes back Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I went back to work today after being off since Christmas Eve. So
1: did
0: I. <laughs> It was rough, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was really rough. And um, it, there wasn't even that much to do, but it was so rough even then. Yeah.
0: I kind of like forgot my job.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Not that I forgot my job. I just forgot like the little things. And it was like, oh my God. So it's just kind of rough. Yeah.
1: Because Tomorrow it just dust be- everything back off. Yeah, that would be my suck.
0: <laughs> Today had the power of a thousand Mondays.
1: Oh, the Monday of all Mondays.
0: <laughs> okay. So why did it suck so bad? It just, it's just
1: off, it's just mm-hmm. off. Yeah, just look like, be, like retired, right? <laughs> Don't well. we all? Oh. retired and able to travel. Bye. <laughs> We're going
0: here. <laughs> <clears throat> <Ugh. clears throat> Excuse me. It's not the ronut. I just took a <clears throat> sip of water and it like went down the wrong tube. Whew. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it would have been a lot worse. Like if, if we had to like go into the office and go back to work. Yeah. So at least we still just like rolled out of bed and logged on.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm wearing, and uh, my mom got me this like. I think they're called like leisure set sweats. It's like a um, matching top and bottom sweats I feel of like JLo or something, you know.
1: <laughs> so fancy.
0: Yeah, it's like fancy pajamas, sweat. but it's like you're dressed for the day, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I'm wearing. Um so my suck this week is I lost my favorite bookmark.
1: And
0: <gasps> I know that sounds like trivial to some, but I really love this bookmark.
1: No, it's hard to hold on to a bookmark, so when you have yeah. a favorite bookmark, it's sacred.
0: And I bought it, like, two years ago at this metaphysical shop outside of Garden of the Gods, and it was, like, it had this beautiful illustration of, like, Pisces. It was so pretty, and I cannot freaking find it, and I'm so depressed, because none of my other, all my other bookmarks suck. I don't even have that many, but I just want my other one back. I'm done with it. I need to go through my books because sometimes I'll leave it in a book.
1: Yeah. Shake out the ones you've been reading lately. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. Love my stuff. What's your sweet for the week? My
1: sweet is it's a new year. Mm hmm. That's a new year. <laughs> it can't <laughs> be as bad as last year, can it? Well, I can't say that, can I? <laughs>
0: Better knock on wood. Knock, I'm
1: knocking on wood. I'm not going <laughs> to move my foot in my hand right now.
0: Um,. any resolutions you would like to share
1: Uh, I'm not really resolution type just to try and be better Uh, yeah I'm just gonna try to drink more water yeah just be better at everything that's all we can do
0: Steve and I are gonna be saving for a house yeah so we're like gonna not spend so we went (laughs) in Well, we didn't go. We got chi- our favorite Chinese place to go. You know, the one you like to? Oh, yes. So we're like, alright, well, this will be our last little eat out for a while.
1: We need to have, like, freezer meal prepping parties or something to try it. And... Yeah.
0: What I would like to Save. do is, because you and I haven't seen each other in a while, when we do finally see each other, I want to get some ponchos to go.
1: Oh, yes.
0: I think that would be- <laughs> so much fun and I think that we should make that happen
1: ponchos and reading party I'm down yes
0: Yes. and you know there's a new season of Sabrina so so we definitely need to watch that because we've watched like every season together did you already start it?
1: no Okay. I would need like margaritas (laughs) if it's anything compared to the past season
0: but you're going to need margaritas (laughs) (laughs) that can be arranged um my quarantine is up so cdc says seven to ten days so ten days will be sunday so i'm just i am
1: nice
0: um my suite for the week is i discovered two things first of all i discovered audiobooks which yes i know audiobooks have been around for a while but i was afraid that i wouldn't be able to like listen to them yeah like i, I wouldn't pay attention i
1: can't do it
0: But I listen to a lot of podcasts, like, especially while I'm working because, A, I'm working from home. But even when I'm not working from home, it's, like, a very – I don't, like, like, um, socialize with anyone to do my job. I just, like, look at the computer screen and do my job. So I've always listened to, like, podcasts and stuff. So then I was, like, you know, I listen to podcasts and I can retain that information. Maybe I should try audiobook. And so I got Kindle Unlimited um, to read – I think it was that Square book you picked because it was on Kindle Unlimited. So I just went ahead and paid for it. Ooh. Well, they have a lot of books on Kindle Unlimited that are also audiobooks that are free. So I started listening to them and I discovered this series called the Accidental Billionaire series. Oh my God, Lacey. <laughs> like, I finished it, it was five books, and I feel like I'm missing some of my friends. Like, I miss them so much. So, Did I already talk about this?
1: No, I don't think so. Oh, wait, no, maybe we did.
0: Maybe we did. Each book is about a different sibling.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: And they're, like, all poor, but they find out their dad's, like, this billionaire. Oh, my God. I'm still, like, reeling over (laughs) finishing it. I it was so good. And I really like audiobooks now. So, depending on how long the audiobook is, like, this one I'm listening to right now was freaking 12 hours. But you can usually listen to one during your work day. So that's like a book a day.
1: Yeah. Cause it's like eight I'm, hours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to get
0: like so much reading done.
1: Because there's <laughs> You're gonna so have, many have books like a on hundred book challenge this year.
0: I know. I had seventy last year and I read thirteen books in December and that because nine of them were well, I think maybe eight of them were audio no, seven of them were audio books. Like that's <laughs> the most amount. That's the
1: it's biggest
0: amount I read in a month
1: that's a lot yeah.
0: yeah and I was like man I'm about to cross so many books off of my reading list for real so it's gonna be amazing so that's my sweet accidental billionaires check it out if you haven't and audiobooks give it a try Lacey I think you should try it too just try it
1: I've tried it I can't do it
0: <laughs> try it again but I'm one As of those it.
1: people that I also have to read with the tv on in the background I'm weird
0: you, hold up, you read a book with the TV on in the background? Yeah. Um, how?
1: <laughs> I don't pay attention to the TV. I don't know, it's just something about the noise. I don't know. Sometimes it's music and while I'm reading. Who knows?
0: Well, you know, like, when I'm at the office and I'm trying to read in, like, the break room and people are, like, talking about their drama on the phone, I usually put on, like, classical music in my headphones so I can read. Yeah. So I get that, but the but like if it were words, I think that would trip me up. Like No.
1: Nah.
0: It doesn't you don't, you know, to, you don't turn it up is. low
1: I just turn down low. Ambiance.
0: Interesting.
1: But it's always stuff that I've seen before, so I don't have to pay attention, you know?
0: So when we were in Colorado, uh my dad and stepmom they had the like we rented this house and the master bedroom was like I don't know how to describe it. It was kind of like an open concept. So, like, the wall was only, like, halfway. And so, like, if you were downstairs in the living room, you could talk to them upstairs in their room. Like, you couldn't see them, and they can't see you, but you can hear it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so it was open. So, my freaking dad has to sleep with the TV on. And it's, like, (laughs) full freaking blast dude and they're watching like he always watches like two and a half men he says luckily the heater was on so it kind of drowned some of it out but that first night i was like dad why is your freaking tv so loud he's like oh i always go to sleep with the tv on remember he's he like you don't
1: we were kids so remember uh, oh
0: my god yeah, i don't I think like, it was dad. ever
1: that loud but he used to do it when we were kids
0: i was like i have <laughs> to sleep with it being completely silent and dark like how do you sleep with the tv on
1: no, I have to be completely dark, but I always have to have my fan on. Always. Okay.
0: I can understand the fan. Like, that's understandable.
1: But that's, like, I've heard that sleeping with the TV
0: on is bad for you because it's going to, like, keep your brain working yeah. while you it should be in resting. That light,
1: in that light sleep. Instead yes.
0: of the rim. And the colors coming off of that TV, like, the yeah. light and stuff, that's not good for you crazy. I don't know. Uh Some people sleep with the radio on. I could see the radio more than the TV, but I used to stay the night with my friend Danielle, and she used to leave the radio on, and I'd wake up in the middle of the night and turn it off. <laughs> and then I would wake up and it be back on. Be
1: back it. on, yeah.
0: <laughs> now, I can understand, like, also falling asleep, like setting a timer or something. Like I wouldn't set a timer. Sometimes I
1: just good. get so tired. I'm like, meh. But... It's through my Xbox, so it automatically shuts off. Uh, and then my TV will shut off when it's inactive, so...
0: No, I... If I can happen to
1: fall asleep, I'm good.
0: Silent and dark, please. Like, darkest can be...
1: Yes. Even my alarm clock has to be dark.
0: Yeah, I don't... I think mine, like, shut... It doesn't shut off, but it, like, goes dark if you're not messing with it or whatever, so... It's well... Good. I guess we better start talking about our book, or people are going to turn this off. <laughs> um, if you have a preference on how you would like to sleep, feel free to let email us
1: know. Us. <laughs> one podcast, g- gmail.com.
0: I should probably check that email because I haven't checked it in a while. Because the only people that are emailing us are like Apple. I'll get on that. I'll check that. <laughs> so, check. this week we read This Time Next Year. Yes. By Sophie Cousins. Do you want to give them a synopsis?
1: So basically, there's this. There's these two ladies trying to have a baby. Oh, you're going Jane, way way. Yeah, I'm, going, okay. I'm just I'm trying to nutshell it real fast. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> two women try and win this, well one tries to win this contest um, to have the first baby January 1st, 1990 the lady that she's coaching through birth, because she's having a hard time she sees her in the room, having a hard time she's trying to coach her through it ends up giving birth first steals the name that this woman was going to give to her child Mm -hmm. and ever since then Minnie which is the daughter that the name is stolen from has a hard time. January 1st. Every year. Yeah, she thinks it stinks. So. Her mom always talks about her name being stolen. And how it, she's been set up for bad luck. Mm-hmm. And one year she runs into the name, the name stealer. Dealer.
0: <laughs> At a New Year's <laughs> Eve party. Where she's been locked yeah. in the bathroom all night. <laughs> yeah. Out of bad luck. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically how it starts. Um, Minnie is at a New Year's Eve party with her boyfriend, Greg. And, you know,
1: she gets locked in the
0: bathroom and her phone is dead. So she can't even call her boyfriend to be like, hey, I'm stuck in the bathroom.
1: And this is he, after... This is after uh, downstairs young girls puked all over her jumper, and she had to take it off and was only wearing a tank top and everybody else was like fancy dressed at this party Mm -hmm. it's
0: like black tie and her boyfriend like asked and a waiter's like oh yeah i saw her leave so her boyfriend just like took the waiter's word and left her in the bathroom till like 7 a.m when someone she like fell asleep in the bathroom um so she had gone in there to wash the vomit out of her shirt and put it back on because she Turned to her boyfriend when she realized it was black tie. And he was like, oh, you know, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so she's underdressed. So she meets the name stealer Quinn. And then it's like, it's it's multiple timelines. Because it's going back to like when her mom's giving birth. And then it's going back through all these other new years. And then it's present time of her in this friendship with Quinn Hamilton. And how... Fucked up that her name was Minnie Cooper.
1: Minnie Cooper,
0: which I didn't even know was a thing. I guess it's the ninety. It was eighty nine,
1: eighty nine, ninety. I didn't even know that was a car back then. I didn't either, but I. I don't recall we started seeing those. Okay, I'm totally gonna look this up while we're on yeah, here. At- I feel like, I feel like it was one of, around the time that um, you know that Apple started coming out with those really clear colored, desktop computers. Okay. Yeah. But maybe not.
0: They probably were also in the UK, like, a lot longer than they were around here. The first time I remember That's seeing That's true. Him, that
1: could be true, too, because this is set in
0: <laughs>
1: Bless you. The first
0: time I saw him was that movie, The Italian Job. And I want to say that was, like, 2005. Because then, and, after Mark Wahlberg drove one in the Italian job, fucking everyone wanted a mini kit. Yeah, I
1: was about to say, apparently, it's been since like 1969,
0: 1959, somewhere right near there. When so they her were known, and their last name is Cooper.
1: Right.
0: That maybe Minnie's not the best choice for their daughter because she did get bullied for that shit.
1: Yeah, a lot.
0: Like, a boy called her in middle school and was like, hey, how many people can you fit inside you mini cooper like what a fucking little shit
1: what oh yeah right
0: okay well that's kind of the synopsis and we'll go into it more but the first question is what and these are oprah's book club questions and a mix of our own what was your favorite part of the book
1: my favorite part was how they just kept missing each other by like minutes or meeting in like little little bitty bays throughout their childhood up until they meet in their adulthood yeah, like I mean was the one that talked to him everything. online and when they met online when she was building that Millennium Falcon out of Legos mm-hmm. and didn't have a manual how they had kissed at that party when they were younger and didn't know it and <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just I don't know, it was just minutes every time yes and how that's was one of the india, things that's going and she was in india with her best friend
0: yes at the same time and the little dog yes um and, and that's that's kind of the multiple timelines is it'll just go back to like a certain new year's eve and kind of where they were and you find out which honestly that's funny that you say it was your favorite part this is my least favorite part really Yeah, because I felt like, I guess I went back and read the Goodreads synopsis because I was like, this is not of like what I thought it was going to be about. I think what I thought it was going to be about was they knew each other and they knew that they knew each other all those times. Like it wasn't like a near miss, like, you know, he just happened to be at the restaurant that she was working at. Or, you know, they were in a chat room where she's looking for the Lego instructions and, you know, he was wanting it for his birthday or something and didn't get it. I thought it was they were going to know each other. Yeah. So it wasn't what I expected. Um, And, yeah, that's why that's my least favorite is I didn't really feel what the near misses added to the story.
1: Yeah, I get you. I get you, but, see, I think that it's just those near misses that do add to it. Because what if... Yeah.
0: What they if they had, had met then?
1: Right. Would his life be different now? Right. Would he have had all those problems with his mom? Would she have had all those problems with his mom? Because she needed she needed Minnie's mom too. Yeah.
0: I would think my favorite part of the book is all the astrology references. Oh.
1: And the Star <laughs> Wars references?
0: Yes. It was
1: so <laughs> um,
0: and then on, like, page 35, she's like, guess who I met? And her friend Layla's like, John Bon Jovi. And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> a conversation that we would have. So that was awesome. Um, page 82, her childhood best friend's name was Lacey. That was cool. Yeah,
1: that was cool.
0: And then, yeah, all of the astrology references. Um, there's a girl that works. So Minnie is a baker, and she owns a company that it's basically, like, mills on wheels, but they make, like, pie, like, pie. pot pies. But,
1: yeah.
0: And they get funding from, like, charities and stuff. So, they take the food to, like, the elderly or people in need. And so, like, the receptionist is really into astrology. So, she's, like, always joking about it. What's your son? So for, What's yeah, his yeah. Son? So, for fun, I looked up Quinn and Minnie's birth charts. So... Um, we can talk about it now or we can talk about it in a little bit, whatever you want. Let's
1: talk about
0: that. Okay. So obviously they were born the same day. Same day. In the same place. Seconds apart. So I just put it in like they were born at midnight. Um, cause you remember when they're born, they like hear one baby cry and then like a second later they hear another baby cry. Yeah. Also the hospital they were born at, the Hempstead Hospital Hospital. It's either not a real place or it's now in a sane asylum. So I'm just assuming it's in London. So I put yeah. London as like the place of birth. So we already knew they were both Capricorns because Floor says that. And she's like, the Capricorn compatibility is not the best. And then, you know, Greg was a Taurus. And she's like, well, that's better. Um, and she says that on page 119. Because I was actually, before Floor said it, I was thinking the same thing. Like, two Capricorns. Uh, I don't know. Minnie doesn't believe in astrology, and she says that, which is so typical of a Capricorn. Like, I know so many Capricorns, and they're all like, oh, it's not real. no, no, no." Um, Floor says Taurus is a perfect match. It's an okay match, but the best match for a Capricorn is actually a Virgo. So, their birth charts. They're Capricorn suns. Their moon is an Aquarius, which can definitely explain why Minnie's kind of weird. She's definitely got some quirks, you know? Yeah. And their rising signs are Libra, which totally explains why they are not good communicators. And Minnie, no. they're both kind of wishy-washy, but Minnie's extremely wishy-washy.
1: We are not good communicators.
0: <laughs> 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 I mean... Because this whole book, they have feelings for one another. And instead of Quinn just being like, so the story is Quinn's mother has some anxiety issues. She's afraid to leave the house. She has good days. She has bad days. So a big central message of the story is, you know, everything's not what it seems. So Quinn appears to be from a very wealthy family. And Minnie kind of throws that in his face a lot. She's like, you know, you have no idea what it was like growing up poor you know, you stole the $50,000 from my mom because I was born first and I should have gotten that and my family could have really benefited from that. You were already rich.
1: You stole my name. Right. But you he didn't really success. have a good child. No.
0: Because his dad left after his mom miscarried his little sister and his mom just like really mentally never recovered from that. She probably, I think it said she already had some issues. Yeah. And he was kind of her caretaker and he can't really have like a healthy relationship With a woman because his mother is dependent on him. And he does tell Minnie that. But like. Don't you think Minnie's the kind of person that would be like understanding about that?
1: Yeah. But he's also like a commitment phobe, hit it and quit it type guy.
0: He is a commitment phobe for sure. And I think it's because he's messed up from his childhood.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So it was interesting. I don't know if the author Sophie Cousins is into astrology. I would think she is since she put all that in, in there. So she maybe would have she, to
1: be if she knew it.
0: Right. If she, she knew, knew her stuff. Right. So I'm wondering if she did that on purpose, if she looked it up. Because it does fit, like, their chart. And those are just the big three signs. There's, like, the whole birth chart. I'll post it on her Instagram. Um, but it really does fit, like, what their personalities would be like, so, I just thought that that was fun and interesting because, you know, I'm a self-proclaimed astrologist. I don't think Steve heard me or he would be rolling his eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was your least favorite part of the book?
1: My least favorite would probably be how she went to the past parts. yeah. Like, I did did like them. I did like their chance off meetings. But I think maybe it could have just been stacked a little bit differently. Or thrown in a little bit differently.
0: It was just kind of like, you know, they're in the present talking. And then all of a sudden it'll flash back and give you this little piece of information. And you're like, okay.
1: I think maybe if it was like... They were having a conversation about where she's worked before and she said that place and he was like, oh, well, I've been there before and this happened. She'd been like, oh, my God, you know, I think it would have worked better that way. Yeah. Just to add these little weird bits in and there where they've missed each other or seen each other or talked to each other and didn't even know it. Right.
0: Yeah. Um I definitely agree on that one for sure. Some of it was just a little weird placing. Was it a fast or slow read to you, and why?
1: It was a fast read. I did really like it. I did enjoy it. It was a page-turner.
0: Yeah, it was fast, also because I <laughs> started it Friday. Um, <laughs> and normally we record on Sunday, so I was like, oh, shit, i got to hurry up and read this. I thought I would get a lot more reading done on my vacation. That did not happen. No. Um, but, yeah, I got a lot of reading done when I went and got a pedicure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. So that was nice. Um but, yeah, it was a good it there weren't any places where I was just like, "uh, I don't want to read this anymore." No, um, I would agree it was a fa- it was a fa- fast read. And the next question: which event scene or character has stuck with you the most? Hmm.
1: probably all those new year's eves that she just spent to hold up in her house Mhm. Minnie that Minnie spent a whole up in her house because she knew bad things were going to happen because they always happen she lost her jacket or whatever else yeah just it's crazy and I know it could happen <laughs>
0: it honestly sounds like some bad days that I've
1: had right
0: but mine are just random mine are not on the same day Um, characters that stuck with me I really like the way that Sophie Cousins writes her characters because she makes them really lovable like the people that work in the kitchen or Minnie's parents Um, and then Leela yes her best friend and then Ian is her boyfriend and they really add a lot to the story and the scene that stuck with me the most is the proposal (laughs) because Ian wants to propose to is it Layla Layla Leela wants to propose to that's Minnie's best friend and he's like I need your help planning it because you know she's the type of girl that's going to want a big gesture and Minnie's like we talked about this when we were 17 don't worry I got it all sorted out so she plans this like Disney scene and she's dressed up as a mermaid and Ian's like a knight on a unicorn
1: they have these singing animals (laughs) they have these singing
0: animals they have people dressed up in like Shakespeare clothes and Leila's like what is going on and Minnie's like, remember when we were 17 and you told me you wanted all this? And she's like, no. I'd have been like, bitch, how do you not remember this shit? I would be so. That's pissed. what
1: that, that's what Minnie did. She's like, it was I don't remember the words she used. She's like, but it was it was an important conversation. <laughs> and like, I was like, no, it wasn't. She's like, but it was. We were watching a rom-com. We were watching what was the, I can't? It was the Tom Hanks movie with the mermaid. I can't remember the name of Splash. Splash. Yeah, they were yeah, watching Splash. She's like, you we this rom com, Splash." She's like, "You don't remember." She's like, "It was New Year's
0: Eve, and this is what we were talking about." And she's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about, but this is amazing. I'm engaged." <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably would have been a little disappointed. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, that was a that was a good scene. The other thing. That kind of stuck with me is the whole. I have a lot of gripes because I feel like had these all these people just communicated, like a lot of the stuff wouldn't happen. So Minnie and Layla are like business partners in the pie thing, and they're struggling. Oh. It's like a nonprofit, and they're trying to figure out ways to save the business. And Ian, who was her boyfriend at the time, goes to Minnie and he's like, "Hey." I love her, and, you know, I want to propose to her, but she would never tell you this, but you're really, like, this This is holding her back. And she got this, like, amazing job offer, and she'll never take it because she she wants to save this pie business with you because she doesn't want to let you down. But, like, she, her heart's not really in it. So Minnie's like, okay, so she's basically tells Layla, hey, I'm going to shut this down, and it causes this huge rift between them. Yeah. Huge. And... I would have been like, Ian, what the fuck, you son of a bitch. And he even does try to tell her. He tries to tell Layla, hey, she only did that because I asked her to. But it almost ruins their friendship. Yeah. And there's a lot of instances like this in the book where these people just talked about this shit. I mean, Quinn and Minnie are playing this cat and mouse game of, oh, we don't really have feelings for each other, but we do for a whole year. Yeah, whole year. Like just talk. I mean, that's basically what the book is about: is their courtship. it flashing back to other New Years where they've had near run-ins, and that's it. I mean, don't get me wrong; it was overall it was a good book, and I enjoyed it. It's just things like that about
1: the plot kind of throw me off. But it's. I feel like it's kind of true to our times, too, because people don't communicate anymore because of technology. Like, that's there wasn't technology in the book, obviously, but they don't communicate well anymore at all.
0: That's very true. I would agree with that. Maybe maybe that's another message Point. in the book. Yeah. Um, next question. What did you think of the writing? Are there any standout sentences or vocabulary? Oh,
1: man. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> you did? Yeah, let's see, because she used like, to what be, did he like, like all of Quinn's vocabulary, like I loved all the vocabulary he used, I didn't pull out any of the words, but he was always using these big words, I should have, he there's many have sentences, like words. there's this one um, quote that when Minnie gets fired from the first restaurant she's worked at, I can't, I'm not going to say it in French because I can't butcher it, but he said they have a saying in French that the bird loves his own nest. You don't know any other nest. So, many you must spread your wings to learn how to fly. And that's when he's kicking her out, you know, mm-hmm. telling her to
0: fly. Yeah, and he's like, your jacket, you didn't lose your jacket because of a jinx. You lost your jacket because you're irresponsible. <laughs> uh, I was like, damn, he really called... That is a Capricorn right there.
1: For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. I thought you would love... The reference, the Star Wars reference for his his business. Okay,
0: so I wrote that down because that's the name of his business. And she picked up on it immediately because they're delivering pies there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, huh. And her driver, Alan's like, what? And she's like, that's like a Star Wars thing. I had never even heard of it. So I pulled it up. His business is called Tantive.
1: Yeah, it was See,
0: like one okay. of the ships. It is. is, is. It is the ship that A New Hope starts on, where Darth Vader comes aboard Princess Leia's ship and he's looking for the plans. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's um, basically a ship from the Royal House of Alderaan. This is all from Wikipedia. And the Tantive for Alderaan Diplomatic Envoy, um, or simply as the Rebel blockade runner is a fictional spaceship in the star wars film series it was used by leia organa in star wars episode 4 a new hope and was the first vessel audiences saw when star wars premiered in 1977 so that's pretty cool i just wanted to and i didn't get that i mean i had never I don't even think they say the name of the ship in the movie
1: <laughs>
0: so the fact that he named his business that and she knew what it was like hello your freaking soulmate
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Any other writing that you like?
1: I just you know, I really enjoy the English writers. I do too. I think just I because their dialect things. and their vocabulary is so much different than ours, I just I love it. I do. I do
0: too. Um Quinn did use a lot of big words and Yes. It seems like he's very well educated. And one of the issues I kind of had was, I'm going to try to not make this come out the way it's probably going to sound, but Minnie did not go to college and her mom even brings that up. You know, you should have went to college and instead you decided to be a chef or whatever. I feel like in the real world, he's obviously from a wealthy background, well-educated and runs a very successful business. I don't know that those two would work in the real world because of, of the gap there.
1: But they might.
0: Like, does that sound as bad as... I hope that doesn't sound bad. I'm not trying to, like, knock on anyone. These are fictional characters. I'm just saying, he clearly has a very large vocabulary.
1: But isn't it, is it Hugh Jackman... Well, this would probably be a different situation, but wasn't Hugh Jackman married to, like... I don't, I wouldn't I don't want to say normal woman because we're all normal women. <laughs> He's married
0: to a much older woman.
1: Yeah, but she was she's not she's not any like she's not
0: I think she was a, like a makeup artist or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. She's I don't just mean money. I mean like
0: education-wise. Like what are they going to talk about?
1: Obviously a lot though because they do talk about a lot.
0: That's true. That's a fair point. I mean, if he went to Harvard And she didn't go to college, like, what are they going to... What do they have in common? You know what I mean?
1: I mean, you could find things.
0: I mean, they obviously like Star Wars and...
1: Yeah. she's there to be his emotional support, he's there to be her emotional support.
0: And I'm not saying she's stupid. And I'm not saying just because someone didn't go to college they're stupid. Because she's running her own business, so she's obviously very intelligent. And she came up with her
1: own funding idea.
0: And she came up with her own funding idea. I just find it... I just feel like in the real world... That relationship may not work. But I know this is a fictional story. I get what you're saying. I it just bothered
1: me and I wrote it like, down. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like a self-made multimillionaire probably yeah. would never date somebody that makes like 10000 a year.
0: Exactly. I mean, yeah, she's working for a non-profit. She can barely pay her bills. She's like just got evicted because she can't keep her like electric bill on.
1: But I mean, hey, if any of you multimillionaires, you know, want somebody that... <laughs> <laughs> i mean she's obviously I'm very attractive
0: girl. that's one way around that situation is if you're super attractive you can like jump into any situation um, another thing i wrote down that was funny with the whole lego thing because you know i'm super into legos right now and he wanted the millennium falcon for for his birthday and he didn't get it because his mom is like having a bad day or whatever
1: She's building it without the manual and using
0: And she, yeah, her I dad bought her like a used one, and she's like, "I don't have the manual." And he's like, "Well, that sounds hard." She's like, "Yep, it is." So I thought that was cool. I also like it when because at the beginning, when loose, when Minnie is dating uh, Greg. Um, Quinn is dating a girl named Lucy that Greg works with and she's like a food reviewer for the newspaper. <gasps> Greg, She writes <gasps> that review about Quinn after he breaks up with her. Oh my
1: gosh that was
0: that was so funny and that was epic and I, I guarantee you that girl is a Scorpio. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my that was gosh. petty but juicy Sorry. but <laughs> damn that was that was hurtful.
0: <laughs> um, would you want to read another book by this author?
1: Uh yeah I would I would
0: yeah I would too, like I like the whole uh, setting that it's in England and I like I that. Do. It kind of like their accents leap off the page. I love that. Did reading the book impact your mood in any way? How and where?
1: It did. It did. I felt Minnie's frustration. She just oh, kept looking little. for him to take the next step, and he wouldn't. And she's like, What? Just what are we?" What are we but doing? I also like major respected that she was like, "Well, I'm focusing
0: on myself," and she like fucking got another job. Yep, rented a new place, was going on dates with this dude. Like, she was not gonna wait around for him. I re- I have mad respect for that. Um, I think it's funny that this whole book was set in 2020. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's not a quarantine 2020. <laughs> I was like oh wow it's like they're actually going to get to go out and do stuff in 2020.
1: (laughs) We could have gone out in 2020.
0: (laughs) What surprised you most about the book?
1: Probably just that her mother changes so much when she meets back up with Quinn's mom.
0: Yeah, so when Minnie um, first meets Quinn, he, like, takes her back to his mom's house, and, you know, she sees that his mom is, you know, not doing very well, and she was like, I would love to talk to your mother because I, you know, she's like, I didn't steal the name. She's like, it never even crossed my mind that your mom wouldn't use it because after after Minnie's mom found out that, like, they were both in labor together. Minnie's mom is trying to coach Tara through this, who is Quinn's mom, because, like, the dad's not around. And she's like, okay, well, this is my second kid, so I'm going to I'm gonna help you. And she's like, I want to name my daughter Quinn because I think it, I forgot what she said it stood for. And so when Tara had her baby, she named him Quinn as a tribute to, to Minnie's mom that helped
1: her. But she so thought Minnie's mom was still going to name yes. her daughter Quinn as well. Yes.
0: So when Minnie's mom saw that new, or she heard from a nurse that she that she named him Quinn, she was like, what the fuck? She stole my name. And Tara was like, no, no, no. That was like an a, tri- a tribute to you because the name meant like good luck or something, she said. And it she said, you know, you name. really helped me. I couldn't have done it without you. And this is why I, it never occurred to me that you wouldn't also name your child Quinn. So she just really wanted to smooth things over. And they become like best friends. And Minnie's mom like really helps Quinn's mom – kind of not overcome her illness but like she does come a long way because she like starts a gardening blog and Mm -hmm. becomes a little less like dependent on Quinn so yeah I liked that too um another thing first of all I don't even have kids I don't even want kids but I don't tell anyone the names that I have picked out because of this shit right here yeah so, like, for damn sure, don't tell some chick that's also in labor that's not really set on a name because they're going to steal your shit. Okay? Yeah. Just don't.
1: <laughs> just don't or uh, still name kid, your baby that anyway and just don't care what they think.
0: Yeah. So oh I my, had the
1: name picked out okay. first. She stole it. So what?
0: You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to name my kid like Chewbacca. Like, <laughs> make it up. They won't know. Uh, my opinion of the book, did it change when I reached the ending? Honestly, I was surprised they ended up together.
1: Yeah, because they kept pushing and pulling and just pushing and pulling. And And they would go months without talking. Like, if I go months without talking to somebody, I'm probably not going to talk to them again. Exactly.
0: And then she, like, calls him up and he's like, hey, I'm getting on this boat party. You should come. And this bitch throws on, like, a green sports bra and green capri pants. And it's like a black tie boat party. and she tries to rush out to the dock and she like tells this bus driver the story and he's like, I love Sleepless in Seattle. Damn it. I'm in <laughs> So, he's, like trying to get her there. That was really funny. That was very classic rom-com. I love that. that. Was. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised they ended up together. I would have liked an epilogue to see like how they were doing maybe like a year later. Yeah. How does the book's title work in relation to the book's contents?
1: I liked it because that was always Layla's thing, you know. She always asked everybody on New Year's Eve, this time next year, where do you want to be? Mm-hmm.
0: See, I feel like the misguided synopsis I had in my head was kind of fueled by the title. Like I thought I it was got you. Be, like, yeah. Every year. Like they're they met
1: and then this time next year, you know, they yeah. meet again. Yeah, I got you.
0: Yeah. Um, would you say this book's overrated or underrated?
1: I'd say it's underrated.
0: Let me see what it's at on Goodreads. 3.98. So 4. I'll say that's appropriate.
1: Slightly underrated.
0: What would you give it? We can't do
1: points. But I'd do like a 4.23. Okay. I'll give it 4 stars.
0: 3.75. But I've also um, been told that I'm a little too harsh. (laughs) Um, because there was an incident and everything will remain nameless but a publisher sent Lacey and I a book and I read the book and I rated it what I felt was appropriate and they reached back out and was like hey wanted to know what you thought of the book and then saw my rating and was like never mind we don't need your review (laughs) 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 which I honestly felt very bad about because you know they sent us this book for free This author is a new author that's just trying to, like, get their name out there. But also, I'm like, I don't want to tell our listeners and our followers, like.
1: A book's good if it's not.
0: Exactly. And it's not that it wasn't good. It was just, like, mediocre. Yeah. There was many, I mean, there was many plot holes. criticism, too. Yeah, maybe I should just start rounding up. But then I feel like I'm not being true to myself. And then that's, like, an internal struggle that I cannot handle.
1: Yeah. You do you.
0: <laughs> what you do? Maybe I should let you handle when we get when the publishers send us the books, I'm gonna let you handle the rating.
1: I'm probably too generous. <laughs> I it more sounds more like film. that's what they
0: want. It really sounds like <laughs> this particular one wanted just like a real cookie cutter review, and I'm like, but that's not how I truly feel about it, and so. I want my listeners to know, or our followers to know, like, when I'm recommending something, it's because I truly believe in it, not because someone sent me something for free, and I'm just like, hey, checklist, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that's dishonest. I do. Too. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> Does this book <laughs> remind you of any other books, or is it an original idea?
1: I mean, it's a rom-com. It's like yeah. other books, but... I feel like it was an original idea in its mm-hmm. own way. Yeah, with
0: the birthdays on New Year's. Yes. And...
1: With them having the exact same birthday and his mother having, mm-hmm. you know, crippling anxiety. And him having to go through that fatherless. Like I felt it was in its own way.
0: Yeah, his dad was a dick. Yeah, really. And then, like, moved to the States and, of course, married a new chick and just, like, left his mom and son to deal with this. Like, she lost a child. Like, I can't even imagine. How I, can't devastating that is I can't And for either. him to be a douchebag and just leave them You're all. you
1: supposed to be there for her and you just exactly. leave, like,
0: out. In, in sickness and in health. How did it impact you? Do you think you'll remember it in a few months or years? I do.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know me. I don't really truly remember something until I'm picking it up to read it again. And
0: then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've read this before. I'll remember it. It's a good rom-com. It's a very good rom-com. It's just like a rom-com you would see in the movies.
1: Would you reread it? Yeah, I think I'll reread it. I'll keep it on the bookshelf.
0: Are there any lingering questions or plot holes from the book that you're still thinking about?
1: I'm just like you. I would like to see where this ends up in the future for everybody. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And Maybe then after next year,
1: she'll have another one.
0: After she loses the business, um, she starts a new business where it's basically like Tom's like one for one, uh, someone yeah. like a corporate event. Cause she didn't want to cater to like corporations, but she figured, Hey, if they buy one, then I can give one to someone in need. So I would like to, I would like to know if her business like panned out, you know, yeah, um, that was kind of Quinn's business was, he would go in and tell businesses like what they were doing wrong and how to be successful. So she has him on her side now. I would like to know how that worked out. Um, I liked her dad's little clock thing. <laughs> he, um, yes. He had this thing where he liked to buy broken clocks and then fix them. So they had like a hundred, like 700 clocks in their house. Just oh no, every them.
1: wall. Because
0: he couldn't get rid of them. Well then come to find out, some of them are worth a lot of money. Lots. So he sells them to like help Minnie start another business. He sells it because the mom wants to like, She's a nurse, but she wants to, like, recertify to be a midwife. And I'm, I'm like, dude, you've been sitting on this money all this time. It's like, your family's struggling. But maybe he didn't know at the time. Maybe I don't it think
1: he really knew, because I think he just started looking into it once, you know,
0: things started. He started having trouble. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: But that was kind of a joke, wasn't it? When she moved in, because she had to live with her parents for a little bit, and then she got a new place, and Quinn was like, wow, it's really quiet. I thought all those clocks, you know, ticking.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine
0: what that would sound like.
1: I can't either. And they were all off.
0: Yeah, none so of them were, like, on the right time.
1: So, no. that would drive me <laughs> insane.
0: It made me think about this little girl I used to babysit for. And her parents had this cuckoo clock. Like, And it was one night. And, and I guess I had never heard of it. I don't know. It wasn't the first time I had been there. But I was like. This, okay, first of all, these people were rich. And this child's bedroom was like bigger than my apartment at the time. So she's like laying in her bed and I'm sitting in a recliner in her room. She had like a full furniture. She had like a couch and a recliner and a coffee table and her bed and like an entertainment center and this huge TV. So I had taken a bunch of Disney movies over there to watch with her to like, you know, keep her busy. And so she's laying in bed and I'm sitting in the recliner. I'm about to, she's asleep. I'm about to doze off on that damn cuckoo clock and I'm like what is that and she's like it's okay it's just the cuckoo clock and I'm like why have your parents got this loud-ass clock in this house and how have I never heard this before I guess because it was like midnight and it like sings a song at midnight or something I don't know why you- <laughs> at midnight in your house and it's this huge huge house
1: so it echoes
0: so it echoes and there's no one else there it scared the shit out of me I don't think I've based- <laughs> for that. I was like no I can't deal with that clock <laughs> No, thank you. Um, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed this book. It was, it was a sweet, light-hearted read.
1: It
0: was. We read it the perfect time of the year. Um, a few things. Page two sixty-five. Minnie bleaches her hair, which, has you know, straightens it. Bit. Yeah, we both bleached our hair in middle school. Did
1: that come out well? It
0: it never does. <laughs> Most every girl I knew bleached their hair in middle school. I think it's like a rite of passage.
1: Yeah,
0: totally. I think every girl bleaches their
1: hair in middle school. Or tries to, anyway. Or tries
0: to. Oh, my God. I look back at pictures, and I'm like, there's a reason I wasn't born a blonde.
1: I looked like a Twinkie.
0: (laughs) Um, Page 295. So, Minnie actually stays in touch with Greg, the the guy she breaks up with. Because he was kind of a dick, but then he kind of redeems himself because... He like helps her prepare for her presentation to start her new business, and he's writing an unofficial Jennifer Aniston biography. Oh my goodness! Because he like when they were fighting, he like compared her to Jennifer Aniston or some shit. Yeah, he had
1: the thing <laughs> for Jennifer Aniston. Yeah,
0: so he's writing her unofficial biography. That's funny. Um, I wrote down on page two sixty three that I was really tired of Quinn because I think that was when he pretty much told Minnie, like, hey, I can just be friends with you. I can't do anything else. And I was like, you know, make time for things they want to make time for no matter what's going on. So, like, he tells Minnie he doesn't want to date her, but you know he's still banging other chicks.
1: Well, he tells her pretty much.
0: Like, still on Tinder and shit.
1: Yeah.
0: That was jacked up. I also thought it was interesting that Minnie always referred to owls in her tummy instead of butterflies. Butterflies, yeah. Like, it was all these owls. I was like, I don't know what that's about.
1: Maybe that's an English thing.
0: Maybe it is an English thing. Joanne, if you're listening, let us know.
1: Definitely let us know.
0: Or maybe it's just a Sophie Cousins thing. Not sure. But yeah, that was this time next year. Good. first, Good first read of 2021. Yes. Um, did you pick our next? I don't even know what our next book is, so I'm honestly- No, you don't. Okay,
1: our so you next have- book uh, is Pretty Little Wife by Darby Kane.
0: Oh, okay. I feel
1: like this- is this the one I think it is? Yes. Pretty yes.
0: Pretty Little Where
1: Wife. this student vanishes and now this woman's husband has also gone missing and there's horrible coincidences say like that there's three other unexplained disappearances of students okay and she doesn't know what happened and she's confused because she's the last person to see her husband and now he's gone that
0: sounds good that was um It was a book of the month pick last month, and I didn't get it, and I like instantly regretted it because I saw a lot of people talking about it on Instagram, and I was like,
1: "Damn!" Well, so I've been and
0: then I forgot. That always happens to me. Sometimes I just miss out on like really good ones.
1: Well, that's why I'm here.
0: Yes, so (laughs) I'm gonna go ahead and order my copy, "Pretty Little Wife" by Darby. Darby Kane, get your copy. Listen in. Read it. Comment. Grievances. Stories. Whatever you want. Um, I want to throw this out there. We are looking for funny book reviews. So if you have written one or you found one, send it to us because we. Yes. We're not going to tell you what we're doing with them, but we're doing
1: something with them. So do it.
0: Email, Instagram, two bookworms, one podcast. That's all I have, Lacey. Did you have anything else?
1: That is it.
0: All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Let say bye. Yeah.